You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 84 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week on the podcast we're talking about intuitive marketing for your holistic business. So as a practitioner, do you rely on your intuition to back up the work and enhance the work that you do with your clients? Do you know in your gut when you've got something right or if you need to review something? So do you use this for your business when it comes to picking your marketing activities? Do you get a sense of something is a good fit for you or if it's right for you? Or do you just kind of go along with what everyone tells you you should be doing? Now, good marketing doesn't have to be all about logic and data and following systems or cookie cutter approaches or any of that. You can create a really personal approach based on your intuition to help you stand out and just make sure that you're marketing yourself in a way that's authentic to you because it's going to feel right. So I see my intuition of this ability to have an insight into what's happening if something feels right to me. But without that specific analysis or reasoning, it kind of helps me make sense of choices. And it's almost a bit like a wise inner voice, I suppose, that guides me, even if it doesn't make sense to anyone around me. I know instinctively that it's right for me. And there have been loads of times where I've overruled my intuition and I've said, nope, I'm going to do it that way because that is the right way to do something. And that's just left me feeling unsettled and kind of bouncing around from idea to idea. So this happened when I very first started my business. I listened to too many opinions. I had some mentors at that time that were very experienced, very traditional marketers, and they had very set ways of doing things. And I let myself be guided by them, even though in my gut I knew it wasn't right for me, because when I shared my opinions or what I felt, they were like, oh, no, very dismissive. Oh, no, you don't do it that way. And I let myself be bulldozed. And... It was just the wrong thing for me. It just left me feeling stuck. I was disconnected with my business. It wasn't my path. And once I stopped listening to others, once I stopped seeking reassurance from other people that I was doing things in the right way and the proper way and everything else, I actually got out of my own way and started to market myself in a way that felt right, that felt authentic to me. And actually, that's when things started to shift. That's when things started to change. Now, I just want to be clear, just because I'm talking about using your intuition in your marketing, this is not about giving you permission to do no marketing. You have to market yourself to let people know you're there, to let people know you can help them. But it means that you're using it to help you choose the right path, the right strategies. 
And then you can just dance along it and put your sparkly shoes on or your pumps on or whatever works for you and dance your own dance. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing it in your way. So here are some ways that you can tap into your intuition in your marketing. The first thing is to recognize your intuition at work. So make a note of those times where you had that gut feeling about something and you did it. What were those results? How did it all pan out for you? Also make a note of some of the times where you went against your gut. How did that work out for you? The times you think about don't have to all be about your business because what you're looking for is where your intuition has shown up. And it's going to help you to notice how often it's actually assisted you or tried to in making the right decisions for you. And it gives you evidence of your intuition in action. It's going to help to reinforce your ability to make great choices for yourself when you're questioning yourself. And the more you practice tuning into it, the more it will work for you, the more evidence you'll collect and the more you'll trust it. So how do you tune into your intuition? Well, most of us know our best ideas arrive when we're doing things like having a shower or walking the dog or doing the gardening. It's times when we're just totally present and we've got kind of space to ponder rather than being overwhelmed in our daily busyness and distracted by everything around us. That's when our intuition shows up. So take time to notice when your shows up. And also when it does, what's the reaction you get from it? How do you feel in your body when you know something's right? Or if you know something's wrong, how does that feel to you? So the more you can recognise when this happens to you, the easier it will be for you to tune into it when you need it. And build time into your day, as much time as possible, that allows your intuition to surface. So if for you it is the dog walks or the showers or gardening or whatever it is, meditating, build more of that into your day so it gives you that opportunity to, to actually tune into your intuition. You might need to take time out at times to to actually tap into your intuition. So if you've got, for example, a challenging decision to make and you find yourself going in circles, not sure what you want to do, you're just getting overwhelmed. And actually, the best thing you can do is get away from it. Give yourself some space and some time to breathe. Do something completely different so that it takes your mind off of it, because that's going to help to clear your head. And once you do that, then your intuition will come back and come into play. And if you're still going around in circles, be honest with yourself. Actually think about these thoughts logically. Think about these stories you're telling yourself. What's actually happening to help you understand why you're getting stuck? So you can ask yourself questions like, What's really going on here? And think about the assumptions you're making around the situation. Are they true? Do you know that for sure? And also think about if you're avoiding something around making that decision. Is there a fear in play here? Are you worried about something? 
because all of these will help you to understand what's getting in in the way of you making that choice or decision. Many of us get torn between this kind of rock and hard place, the thing that we want to do, the thing that feels right for us, and the thing that we think we should do, or we must do, or we need to do, or we have to do. And these come from all of these rules and beliefs that we pick up through our life. And actually, they can stop you listening to your intuition and deciding what's right for you. And these show up in the language that you use, the stories you tell yourself. So if you're still in that cycle of questioning, just take a step back, think about what's going on, what's happening, question why this is happening. And who who says it has to be that way? Who says you have to do it like that? Because that will help to give you some clarity over the situation. The next thing is just make a decision. Making a decision is better than making no decision because it's going to stop you from procrastinating. And most decisions are rarely forever decisions. But what it will do is it's going to help you to move forward in your business. So rather than sitting there thinking about, thinking about, contemplating, worrying, make a decision, take a step. You can always adjust as you go. And if you're really struggling, give yourself a time limit. Just say, okay, by the end of lunchtime, by the end of the day, whatever it might be, I'm going to decide. And it's amazing how much headspace just making a decision will give you because it's going to free you up to move on. So using your intuition in your marketing, as I've already said, you still have to market yourself and get yourself out there so that people know you exist and know you can help them. And there are going to be times that when you do a new marketing activity or start a new strategy or do something that you're going to feel completely out of your comfort zone. This is normal. Even if it feels right for you and it feels like the thing you should be doing, it's normal as you grow to get that uncomfortable feeling. And it's part of that process. It's part of the growth process. So learn to embrace that. So when you're starting with your options for what strategies to do, what activities to do, think about what feels right for you. What represents you in a really good way? What works to your strengths? Does it match your values and how you want to be perceived? So, for example, one of the kind of top things that everybody's doing at the moment is Instagram Reels. And for ages, I avoided doing them because it was like, they are so not for me. There is no way I could dance on video or lip sync or do any of that stuff. It just didn't fit for me. But actually, what I discovered was a way of doing reels that, although it was uncomfortable because it was out of my comfort zone, it fitted. And that's what I've been doing. So it's about finding something that fits for you in a way that feels right for your brand as well. And there's lots of different things you could be doing to market your practice. And there are some amazing systems as well that absolutely work for some people, but it doesn't mean it's right for you. There is no one size fits all when it comes to your marketing. 
And if you try to do things that aren't right for you, that don't feel right, that don't fit, you're going to really struggle to do them. So if the idea of creating marketing that feels really good for you and resonates with you, that's where I can help you. I specialise in helping holistic business owners find clients and thrive based on them, their strengths, their available resources, and also the people they help. So if you want to find out how I can help you, why not book a discovery call today and let's have a chat and see if we're a good fit for each other. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, for a full blog post, show notes and links, go to helenharding.co.uk. Go over to the blog and podcast section. And this is podcast 84. If you're listening on the app, just literally scroll down underneath the artwork and the show notes and everything will be there. And if you did enjoy the show, please follow it, subscribe and take a couple of minutes to leave me a review. I'd really appreciate it because it's going to help this show to get found. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group. Holistic Business Matters and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches and therapists and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.